The world says, follow your heart. Jesus says, follow me. As a believer and follower of Jesus, you are called to deny yourself daily, pick up your cross, and follow after Jesus. As a Christian, one of the worst things that you can do is trust in yourself. Actually, self-confidence is a form of insecurity. In Christ, our confidence is supposed to be in God and what He can do in His work and what He can do through us and how He provides. Our boast and our confidence is in Christ. And we see in Jeremiah chapter 17, the word says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. So this is a depiction of someone whose heart has gone astray because they have too much confidence now in themselves. We see a young David. He comes out to fight Goliath. His brothers call out the pride in his heart, but David knows that his trust is in God. He says, hey, who's this uncircumcised Philistine coming to defy the the armies of Israel. Who is this person that thinks that they can come against my God? My God will destroy him and defeat him and God will have his victory. So David had this strong confidence in God, even though he was just a shepherd boy. But as David became king and he was now old in age, Satan moved him to number his men. Why does he number his men? There's actually no reason to. Sometimes they do it for war to see how strong they are. David here, when he numbers his men, meaning he goes and he takes a census and he counts how many men he has, he has no reason to do this. He's not in a time of war. He just wants to know how much strength he has. So David's strength went from him being a small little shepherd boy with a sling who's going to take out Goliath because God is backing him to him having these huge armies, not even being at a time of war, saying, hey, I need to go number my men. And this put a curse upon him. And now God comes and he wipes out 70,000 of his men as a form of judgment because David trusted in himself. Again, the word says, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. You won't even see the good that is right before you when you place your trust in yourself to accomplish the day's task, to do your work that you need to do, to provide for your family, to give to who you need to give, to be that support system that you need to be in that person's life, to, you know, take care of your children. Whatever it is, it says, cursed is the man who trusts in man, to pro- to provide for his employees, to run his business. Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. He won't even see all the good when it comes, but he's going to be someone who dwells 
in the wilderness. A good way to launch yourself into a wilderness season is to start placing your trust in yourself. God takes us through the wilderness to know that he is the provider. He is the provision. He provides the manna in the wilderness and he gives us a command to see if we are going to go and collect our daily count of manna to see if we are going to follow his daily commands. When we follow his commands and are faithful to his word and what he speaks and how he leads, that leads to promise. Trusting in God. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river. When you trust in the Lord, your roots grow deep. A tree that has deep roots, it doesn't get uprooted when the storm comes. Palm trees, they they flail around in the wind because they have deep roots and their trust is in the Lord. Those who trust in the Lord, they're not going to fear when the heat comes. Its leaf will be green. They will not be anxious in the year of drought. When COVID 2020 hits, those who trust in the Lord, they're not anxious. They're not in fear. When the hurricane hits, when the earthquake hits, those whose trust is truly in the Lord, they will not be shaken. They will not be moved. The word says, the root of the righteous will not be moved. Where are your roots? Is it in the news? Is it in the media? Is it what other people say about you? Is it in your own ability to provide for your family? Is it in your own ability to accomplish your work? Or are your roots in Christ? Is your trust in the word of God. If it's not and you're doing ministry, God may humble you to take you to this place to show you, hey, your trust better be in me because I am provider. I am your source. I give you that living water that you need to drink when you get thirsty. Hallelujah. Those who trust in the Lord, they're not going to be anxious and they will not fear. The word says perfect love casts out fear. You will not cease from yielding fruit. I'm still going to plant seeds even when this, the soil is dry because it's it's God's seed and God will stir it up. He'll water that soil in due season and the fruit will continue to bear in season and out of season. The leaf will stay green because my roots are deep. The word goes on to say, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. So it's God who tests the heart. It's God who exposes and shows the heart. Guess what? You don't even have to trust in yourself. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. You do not have to trust in yourself, your own decision-making ability. The word says in a multitude of counselors, there is 
safety. You can bring it to the pastor. You can bring it to the man or woman of God who's been walking with the Lord for decades, truly in Christ, not just growing up in church, sitting in the pews, being dead in the spirit, but I'm talking about someone who has truly been marinating in Christ for decades, reading the word of God, studying to show themselves approved unto God. You can bring that to them and get their counsel. Hey, you can still take t- you can still take their words and test it because they're just a man. Test man's word. The word says test every spirit. You are called and you need discernment. Discernment is a must have in 2024 because we are in the end times, wicked times where people are being drawn astray. If you don't have a prayer life, you will be deceived. We see in the word of God, Matthew 24, that even the elect if possible, even the elect are going to be deceived. We are in a time of great falling away. You need to study the word of God for yourself. You need to fast. You need to deny yourself. This is the Christian calling. It is not comfortable, but the Holy Spirit will be our comfort in these times. So the heart is desperately wicked. I'm not trusting in my heart to show me and give me these answers. I'm trusting in God and God's word will read me, right? As you read God's word, which Hebrews 4.12 says is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to discern the spirit and the soul, the joints and the marrow. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word will show you your heart. The word will expose your heart and it will be a safety to protect you from evil. Is the opportunity really from God? Is the business really from God? Is that really God's will for your life? How can you know God's will? You must continually be renewed in your mind. You can't fellowship with worldly media, listening to worldly music, saying that you hear from God and that you're in God's will. You need to get rid of this old impure mind. Paul said, watch out for the dogs. The dogs are those who love the world. They love drinking. They love the bars on the Fridays. They love pornography. They love to live for the lust of the moment. But those who love God's word will be renewed in their mind. Those who truly fear God will continually seek to be renewed in their mind. They won't trust in their heart. Check out this verse in Proverbs 28, 26. It says, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool. I'm not taking counsel from my heart. I'm not taking counsel from my own mind because the word says in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. God's ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. It's good to see counsel because there may be something that you do not see and the word will protect you from the error of your way. Balaam was a prophet that what? 
heard from God and he only spoke what God wanted him to speak. Sounds like a true prophet to me, right? He had even credibility among the people. This king, Balak, comes to Balaam and says, whoever you curse is cursed and whoever you blessed is blessed. Meaning his words, they had to wait because he was a prophet. But guess what? He was led by greed. Greed was a motive in his heart. And the reason why he wanted to go and prophesy was because for the potential of profit, not even to make money, but just because the potential, there was potential that he might make money for his spiritual gift. These are the times that we're living in now. They are a prophet. They hear from God. They only speak what God wants them to speak, but they are described as being, you know, wicked. By people like Peter, by people like Jude, in the book of Revelation, Balaam gets some mentions because he's drawn away by prophet. But I need the word to show me these things. I need the, 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 the man or the woman of God speaking under divine revelation of the Holy Spirit to show me these things, to help me see my heart and where it's really at. Because the word says, in all your ways acknowledge him. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on what you think. Don't lean on what your heart thinks. Lead, uh, read the word fast. If it's a big de decision, there's got to be a fast. There's got to be a prayer. There has to be a true, genuine seeking and a waiting on the Lord. It may be a God idea, but is it the right season? Ecclesiastes says there's a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. So not only discern what the dream or the vision or the goal is, but there's a time and a season to carry out that thing for the Lord. You don't want to operate in premature prophecy, building and doing ahead of God's time. David gets anointed, but it's not for another 10 years that he steps into the role that God has him anointed as king. There is a process and God molds you in the process and gives you character like Christ in the process. So the word goes on to say, Proverbs 3, 7, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. This is the beginning of wisdom. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? Proverbs 8.13 says that the fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. You want just the beginning of wisdom? You must hate evil. You can't play passive with evil. You can't play patty cake with the devil. You can't be toying around with lustful imagery, watching porn, right? Hanging around lustful environments, letting the devil feed you through his worldly secular music in your ear at the bar on Friday, thinking that you hear from God. You must hate evil. This is the beginning of wisdom. You want to hear from God. You got to be renewed in your mind and don't conform to the pattern of this world because this world is wicked and all that's in it is passing away. But the word of the Lord is pure. It's clean. It endures forever. Proverbs 3.5, this is the NLT. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do 
and he will show you which path to take. It's his will, but is it his timing? It's his promise, but is it the time for the promise to be manifested? Because there's a training, there's a process. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Do not trust in yourself. Peter here, he has this trust in himself. Jesus said, surely because of you, or surely says, Jesus says, because of me, because of my death on the cross, you will stumble and it will be because of me. But Peter has this strong trust in himself. And he says this in Matthew 26, 33. Jesus, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. The word says, whoever thinks he stands, take heed unless you fall. You think you stand. The word says, seek your salvation with fear and trembling. Seek it. Seek your salvation. Seek his kingdom. Seek his will. Are you positioned where God wants you to be positioned? Are you in his perfect will? Because the best place to be is in the will of God. And the worst place to be is in your own will. Is in the own desires of your wicked heart. You want to be where God wants you to be. And you don't want the confidence of Peter. A false confidence saying, if all are made to stumble, I will never be made to stumble. No, I'm going to take heed. I'm going to continue to study to show myself approved unto God. I'm going to read his word. I'm going to fear the Lord. I'm going to depart from evil and seek him in all of my ways. This is the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Jesus speaks this parable to some who, who what? Who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. They thought they were so righteous, right? Because of what they could do, right? It doesn't matter how much you fast. It doesn't matter how much you pray. These activities don't make you more righteous than anyone else. We're not trusting in ourself to receive salvation, to receive deliverance. We're trusting in the grace of God. It's his grace that makes you righteous. It's his grace that justifies you. Jesus says, two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like the other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Examine your ways. Search your heart. Let the word of God search your heart. 
A good prayer of surrender is saying, God, search me. David said, search my heart and try my anxieties. God, know me. Reveal my heart. Reveal my intentions and my vo- my motives. Reveal why it is that I do, right? Why do I do what I do? Is it truly because you serve the Lord or is it a potential for profit or is it for man's recognition? Is it to please men or is it to please God because you cannot please men and be a bondservant of God at the same time? In Exodus 17, the, the, the children of Israel get this great deliverance from God. He splits the sea and then he provides for them in the wilderness. How long does it take for the children of Israel to forget that great miracle God did by splitting the Red Sea? It takes them three days. Three days they forget. And they continue to complain against God for 40 years going in circles in the wilderness. Here in Exodus 17, Moses now becomes their God and they put their trust in him. So you don't trust in yourself, but guess what? You don't trust, you don't need to trust in the pastor. You don't need to trust in your work to provide for you. Your work may give you the check on paper, but God is the source. God provides for you and your trust is called to be in him. This is the person who's not going to be anxious or have fear when COVID, you know, 2020 five hits, when the next pandemic hits, when the earthquake hits, when the next disaster hits, we're in 2024 going into an election season. Election seasons are, you know, they tend to be the worst seasons. We saw what happened in 2020 election season. We're coming into another election season and your faith may be tested. Those who are not strong in the Lord will be exposed. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, David is receiving death threats from people. He's receiving death threats. They want to take his life. But what did David do? He went and he strengthened himself in the Lord. He found his strength in the Lord. He sought for answers in the Lord. He was always inquiring of the Lord because his trust was in in the Lord. So in Exodus 17, now the people trust in Moses as their provider. Again, your provider is not your boss. Your provider for wisdom is not the pastor. It must be God. God's word has the final say. God is the source and he wants all of your trust and your confidence to be in him. Trust is an essential to have a relationship. This is why faith pleases God. And the word says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You can't even begin to please God without faith. How can you increase in boldness and confidence in the Lord? It's through faith. That's Ephesians 3.12. How can you purify your heart? It's through faith. That's Acts 15.9. It's through faith we see in the Gospels that people are healed. They receive their deliverance through faith. Here in Exodus 17.3, the people thirsted there for water and the people complained against Moses and said, why is it that you have brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst. They thought that Moses 
was the one who brought the water out of the rock, but it wasn't Moses. It was God that brings the water out of the rock. It's God who makes every crooked path straight. It's God. Yes, God will speak through men and women of God by divine revelation of the Holy Spirit, but we should always be testing man's word with the word of God. The word of God is the filter by which we see through because we are in the last days and people are using, pastors are using, people at the pulpit are using the word of God to manipulate others. The word of God has now become a form to manipulate people for own personal gain. People have become lovers of themselves and lovers of money and they have adulterated the word of God and they even preach down a watered down gummy bear gospel so that way they can bring more pastors or sorry more sheep into their congregation to manipulate and you know suck their pockets dry for their own gain these are the times that we are living in god is the source and your trust may be in him i believe in committing yourself to the church and serving your church faithfully but it must be the right church not a church with a legalistic spirit of manipulation not a watered down church but a church where the holy spirit resides and there's a true move of God. This is where you want to rest. This is where you want to commit yourself to and tithe to faithfully. It's the true church of God where the Holy Spirit lies. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for supporting. Hit the like button. If you're listening to the podcast, leave a rating and I'll see you soon. God bless you, family. Love you. Bye-bye.